This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. And you're listening to uh, That's the Ticket. Now, I'm going to kick off today's episode with a wee bit of a story. <clears throat> Twas two months before Christmas, and all through the theatre, not a creature was stirring except Hamilton Playbox. Uh, I think maybe I'll leave the writing to Devin Williamson for this one, a.k.a. the writer of Twas the Fight Before Christmas. Uh, It does, however, seem like Christmas has come early for me, as I'm lucky enough to be joined by two cast members from Hamilton Playbox's upcoming production of Twas the Fight Before Christmas. Ryan Inglis and Sam Armstrong here. Kia ora, guys. Kia ora. Did you like that? It was yes. so good. <laughs> that was an excellent introduction. Um, you know, I think you should keep going in that writing. I want to hear the full version of Twas Two Months Before Christmas. Oh, absolutely <laughs> no one asked. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I really, I'm really stoked with how I immediately did it, then asked you guys, like, on air if you thought I was good, because there's really no other option for you guys other than saying yes. You kind of throw us on the spot there. Oh, no, <laughs> I, I'm genuine. I, I, I want to hear the second version. Uh, I... Full thing, absolutely. Okay, so Sam's all in, guys. Um, (laughs) Thanks for uh, joining me today, though, you two. I appreciate you taking the time. Um, You're in tech week right now? Yes, we are. Thank you so much for having us as well. Yeah, privilege is all out. Uh, Yeah, like, it's it's been incredible. Um, I really enjoy, you know, the setup and, uh, you know, it's been, yeah, tech week. It's been nuts. (laughs) It's been nuts. Yeah, well, I mean, I sh- as I was saying, I should thank you guys for making the time for me because uh, if anyone out there has ever, like, lived through a tech week, they're a time. The hell? They are called Hell Week for a reason, and that's pretty spot on. It's yeah. just, like, a lot of rigorous rehearsing, I assume. Yeah, we've mm-hmm. been at the theatre every night since Sunday and finishing quite late, and then yeah. we're there tonight. Right after this, we'll go, and then... Tomorrow? What day is that? Is Tuesday? Yeah, so, yeah, there's uh, Tuesday and then Wednesday and then hopefully or Thursday, we don't really know, and then we've got a benefit night on Friday. That'll be fun. I mean, I feel like lots of people are going to benefit from that. Um, yeah. <laughs> hey, nice. first one of the show. No, um, but actually, I need to ask some more important questions about your show because we just launched straight into Tech Week, <laughs> but really I should have kicked off with... Towards the fight before Christmas. It's written by Devin Williamson. Yep, Tauranga playwright Devin Williamson. Yep, and um, it's running at Rivoli Theatre. Hamilton Playbox are producing it, and you guys are opening at the end of the week, right, on um, the 15th. Yes. Yes. 15th of October to the 29th. You've got um, a matinee and an evening show on the 15th. You guys are opening strong. Lucky us. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we've also got a matinee on the 29th as well. So, yeah. you know, opening and closing sort of the... the um, nice little bookend. Yeah, lovely yeah. bookend. Nice little long day for you guys. No, but I'm, I'm sure, you know, uh, the audiences can agree with me that we're grateful that you're doing the matinees. I'm actually coming, I'm attending your opening matinee. Oh, really? Ooh. Yeah, so no pressure. 
Well, now there is. Yeah, I was about to say, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling a little quaking in my boots at the moment. Um, I, I, I hope we bring the A-game. No, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I'm bringing a friend of the show and of me, Emily Costello, along Oh, my gosh, ride. yes, she was telling oh, me. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it should be good. But um, towards the fight before Christmas, I feel mm-hmm. like you guys are the best people for me to ask, kind of like, what is it? Like, what's it all about? It's a play. Okay. Um, it's, yeah. uh, it's about a family who is so dysfunctional. Um, this, uh, this woman, Mary, who is played by Marianne Heinzke. I really hope I pronounced her last name correctly because yeah. I didn't ask. <laughs> um, and uh, her kids are basically just awful and take control, very controlling and manipulative, and she's trying to take that control back. Mm. Um, yeah, uh, and throughout the uh, play, there's um, uh, Jean-Pierre, who's uh, being played very well by uh, Carl Watkins, um, a uh, storied uh, Hamilton actor. Yeah, and I think I've had him on That's the Ticket before. Forget Smart, I think it was. Yeah, yeah I was in that one too, actually. He, he came in like midway through the show, and it was almost like... It was something out of a play because he'd like just got off his motorbike and like came in and was real smooth. <laughs> and I'm like, did you plan this? Yeah, he, he's 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 really uh, fallen into character and he's doing an excellent job on stage. Yeah, he's yeah. the like French psychologist. Um, okay, in this, so he's quite. Um, Excitable, I guess. Yeah, uh, yeah very uh, accentuated French uh, stylings. Um, how you say, um, pistas and ute? Uh. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't know. I'll leave uh, that to you lot. Um, but so the show, Christmas play, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. relatable Christmas content, I feel. Kind of, with like the family um, arguments, if yeah, that's yeah, yeah. what you relate to. It's not, um, it's not overly Christmassy, it's just like a nice amount of Christmassy, which is good for October. Yeah, which I feel like is the kind of energy we're bringing to the show today, I hope. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Mum, she loves Christmas, <laughs> but um, hopefully she'll forgive me. Uh, and who are you guys playing in the show? Do you want to go first? Oh, uh, I'm playing Desmond. Uh, he's the uh, quite intelligent but socially inept uh, husband of uh, Estelle, played by uh, Ryan Inglis. And, uh, yeah, no, it's um, it's been a really exciting time sort of figuring out this character um, when it's sort of just me in the end. <laughs> yeah, you're quite similar to your character. Yeah. I play... Yeah. Um, your wife. <laughs> uh, her name is Stella. She's awful. She's like <laughs> just straight so off the bat. No, she is. Awful. She's. I. I, I mean, don't I, even want to defend it. Like, yeah, she <laughs> you is. You can't defend her. She's mm. um, very controlling and is trying to steal all of her mum's inheritance. Ooh, so yikes. she's like, and I get to boss Sam around, which is really fun. Yeah, it's it's been a really exciting time. Uh, <laughs> I, I I get I get bossed around. It's um, very emasculating. Okay, in a positive way. No, Ab- um, oh, no, absolutely. It's it's. I'm loving it. Like, yeah, yeah. it's great. Uh, okay, how is it? Like, obviously, you guys are mates, mm-hmm. and you're you're playing husband and wife. Mm-hmm. I mean, actually, I feel like that kind of works. Is it is it easier if you have an existing friendship to go into something like that? I think this has been, but our characters aren't like super um, touchy feely or you yeah, know, like yeah, romantic yeah. or anyway. Yeah. So we've known each other like maybe about five years now. Yeah, but in, in the way that that's sort of benefited this role, where I have like you know bossing you around and have this massive power dynamic, is that I can just look at you and you know exactly what. You, like. Exactly. <laughs> like there's there's sort of a yeah a wordless sort of relationship um, with the, uh, some of the sections in the play, uh, and 
just that previous uh, friendship that we've had really sort of helped that out immensely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, is there anyone else in, in the show who you want to name drop? Any, yes. any other familiar faces or unfamiliar faces, just faces? Yeah, voices? so we have um, Liz Shepard, who is Ivy, who is this... She's um, best friends of... Uh, our my well my mother mm-hmm. um um she's spectacular she's so good and then we Favorite have part. becky douglas who is playing my sister um and she's also great she's new to hamilton theater okay so, um she's yep. i think this is the first show she's doing in hamilton oh now i'm excited she's yeah. so she's good so she's so good she's like well worth watching when but she's on stage like so good <laughs> nice okay and um i I mean, I, I guess I was about to say I should have asked this earlier, but now seems like a f- an appropriate time. Um, the show, any age ratings on this? Um, someone asked me this earlier. There is a little bit of, like, a very small amount of swearing, and there oh, is, yeah. like, mentions of sex, but, like, other than that... It's, if, like... Like, yeah, like a mature audience, I'd I say, guess. Like, yeah, I, I'd, I'd say PG-13, like, okay. you know... Or, I, like, you gauge it based on you and how you know your, yeah. like, tamariki or rangatahi that you're bringing with you to mm-hmm. the show. Exactly. Like, you should be able to judge, you know, whether or not uh, your child can consume that sort of stuff. Very, yeah. very small amount of swearing, which would be the only, like, big thing. Yeah. I'm um, like, oh, drinking. Swears. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, we can listen to them if you want. No. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Yeah, I'm like... I dare you. No. Um, <laughs> he would. <laughs> I, I feel like you would, Sam, actually. Don't tempt me. And so, how's... um? I mean, you guys have already kind of touched, Sam, especially that you've been having a very good time. So I assume, <laughs> like, tech week kind of laments aside, mm-hmm. like, how's the rehearsal process been going? Um, I mean, I've I've been as I've been saying before, enjoying it for the most part. Um, like, there's been one or two bits um, and it's, you know, more me than anything else um, where, you know, you're just tripping up and making some mistakes. But that's why you have Tech Week. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I guess it's just, it's been so exciting. Um, I'm, I, I'm just sort of, I'm a bit giddy, like, before I get on stage and then I have to just sort of calm myself down, um, like, it's, yeah, I'm just amped. <laughs> okay, so just to summarise, Sam is super stoked to be there. No. I'm sorry, I'm just, I, yeah. No, no, I'm, I'm kidding, you, it's really, um, I'm really enjoying just the positivity that you're bringing on the show today. Oh, absolutely. And um, it's just, this is why I enjoy um, having that to the ticket every week, because I get to talk to people like you guys who are so stoked to be out there doing these mm-hmm. cool things. And um, it's really uplifting, especially on a, like a Tuesday afternoon. Yeah. Um, you yeah, left a work meeting for this. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I have to go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's my Sunday. So I'm like, you know, pretty, uh, it's, it, it, this is usually sort of my time to get ready for work yeah. and that sort of stuff. But uh, no, I'm, I'm. It's yeah, been so a good process. Lorna's really great too. Lorna Ashton, the director. Oh, she's yes. so affirming. My God. I, I've never felt so confident in a role before because she's constantly saying, yes, this works. Yeah, again, she's just one of the best people I've worked with um, in terms of acting. Just very yeah. precise. And, and Jaden Watkins lovely. as well, who's co-director. He's doing great too. Jaden Watkins has been an incredible asset to the team. No um, relation to Carl Watkins. No relation to Carl Watkins, <laughs> um, but... But no, I 
cannot say nice enough things about Jaden. Um, he's he's a gr- I always you know we always joke about uh, behind the stage. Um, mm. Lovely, song. great cast, great crew. It's yeah. just such good vibes all around. Yeah. Oh, that's good enough for me. Um, and on the topic of good vibes, I'm going to break for a cheeky song because um, you guys have been cool enough to uh, bring some songs to the show. And straight off the bat, I'm going to quote Sam from before we went live today, uh, which is, I haven't, we haven't got any Christmas songs. Oh no. But I'm like, similar to as we're describing the play, it's like Christmassy, but like low key. Yeah. Yeah. And so we've just got kind of positive vibes with the playlist. There's, you know, it's October. So we're just, we're just being chill. And, um, the song that I've picked from um, the vast array that you guys sent me through, um, it's a song called Cashmere. Yeah, um, uh, it's from an artist called uh, TK Maidzer, and uh, she is a Australian Aborigine artist, and she's been producing work since about 2019, 2018-ish. Um, I got really got into her through her uh, EP series last year was Weird, uh, the third of which came out earlier this year, and this is probably the main single from the album. Okay, you can stick around. That was beautiful. <laughs> that was I'm so not good. even going to try and follow that. Um, here's Cashmere, guys. <laughs> Oh, 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 
good vibes on that track. I'll allow it. <laughs> well, I did just allow it. Um, you're listening to Free FM 89.0 Independent Community Media. Um, Hannah Mooney here for That's the Ticket with Hannah Mooney. Uh, that was one of today's special guests, uh, Rye, having a giggle in the background. And uh, <laughs> Sam is here as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, so... If you've just joined us, uh, these two are um, currently involved in uh, Twas the Fight Before Christmas, which Hamilton Playbox are putting it on, uh, producing, putting on. You're opening at the end of this week. You're in Tech Week, and uh, the show is by Devin Williamson. Yes, that's right. So he's a playwright from Tauranga. Um, he's got his own theatre there with his wife, Kim Williamson, called Detour Theatre. Um, and they do a lot of their own shows as well, like Shakespeare and other stuff as mm. well, but they're super talented. And he was also my acting coach, so he's, like, taught me everything that makes me good in this show. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, possible in this show. And so if he's written the show, I'm taking a gamble here, but has this been staged before? Like, yeah. did they stage it in yeah. Tauranga? Yeah, so they did okay. a detour. Um I believe it's been done um, overseas somewhere as well. I could be wow. wrong about that. Some of his plays are done in like um, America and Canada and okay. England. He's well established. Mm. Uh, but it's been a dream of mine since I started acting with him to be in one of his shows. And it's just cool that I get to do it here. Okay. So this is your first... first my first Devon show. Yeah. Okay. Seems like a bit of a, an in Devon... Ooh. Endeavor. Endeavor. So close. Yeah, so close. <laughs> Not my best part, I'm sorry, guys. But um, so obviously I'm assuming you have a connection with Devin, so I mm-hmm. imagine that Playbox and Lorna and stuff, they've, they're probably in communication with him. Yeah, Lorna mm. saw it in Detour Theatre. It was on a couple of years back, and okay. she went and saw it when it was there. Um, and I think some other people from Playbox went as well. I think Jaden was there, yeah. Yeah, but he's going to, um, Devin's going to come across and, and, and watch it. So that's not scary at all. I'm <laughs> which, so excited. Do you know which show? Or no idea. Keep, I almost don't want it, him to tell yeah. me. <laughs> keep it no, sneaky. Let, 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 let's make it a surprise. I, I, ignorance is bliss in this area. I can't know. If, if I know, I think I'll just fall over. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've already outed myself and when I'm attending. Um, so, you know. You're less intimidating. <laughs> less intimidating. I'm going to take that as a compliment. <laughs> he's lovely, but, you know, he's the writer. <laughs> no pressure. Um, but, no, if you uh, are keen to um, come and catch the show and maybe catch the playwright because we don't know what performance he is attending, <laughs> uh, you can find tickets right now via iTicket and um, ticket prices, anyone? Uh, 20 bucks. 20 bucks GA, that is yeah. the ticket. Um, <laughs> <laughs> on Roll this credits. ticket. Uh, yeah. um, love a good GA price. Mm. Yeah, like I'm a big fan personally. And um, Playbox are quite consistent and classic for a $20 GA, which yeah. I just enjoy. It's good, it's a good I, time. Yeah, I think that's the perfect price, you know. And, uh, you know, they've got a lovely little bar there beforehand that you can have yeah. a little, uh, drink at. And it's, it's yeah, lovely environment. You can buy yourself a drink, you can buy uh, the theatre a drink. Because let us not forget that Rivoli Theatre is currently fundraising for their rebuild. Yeah. Um, which, you know is going to be a big mood, me thinks, because then they'll have, like, bigger capacity. Yeah, more more, more people to see our shows. That'll be grand. Yeah, that's the dream, is it not? Yeah. Um, and so how long have you guys been, like, working on this one? 
It's been a really quick turnaround. So short. We had six weeks of rehearsals. Yeah. Like, really? Yeah. It was really, really short. Yeah. I I think I was the last person cast. Um, and then, like, the next week, <laughs> yeah. I, I, we, we started rehearsals. And, yeah, it was just... It's, it's, it's been, you know... It's good. It's been like the wind. Constant, but uh, still behind your back at all times. Yeah. And when that last cast, though, I ran him to, into him in a bar and I was already auditioning for the show. It was like 1am. And I said, you have to you have to audition. Email them right now. That's right. Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We were both at a party. And I love this origin story. <laughs> Please continue. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, oh, let's do shots. No, yeah, um, I was um, like, audition for this show. And then... And yeah, I think I emailed them at about like, you know, 1.40 in the morning. And yeah, it was seeing uh, Jack Graff and Henry uh, Garrett uh, group Groundhog. Um, oh, yes. Yes. Uh, they were performing at uh, Candy Bar on uh, yes. Street. Because I feel like I had Jack on That's the Ticket for Something Else and he talked about his D- yeah, DJing duo. Mm-hmm. I, I'd almost recommend getting them on again because they are kind of exploding over in total. Okay. They're, they're this doing is good quite to know. well. Yeah. Guys, Hit me up now. <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll hit them up on your behalf. I'll, okay. I'll, 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 I'll do the connection. So Sam is officially an agent for that's the ticket. Um, okay, <laughs> and Groundhog. So just to clarify, yeah, right. You saw Sam like in a bar. Were like, bro, audition for this play. Then that night, you actually emailed and said, "I'd like to audition for this play." Like, not, not, not that. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. So, so that morning, so th- you, you told me at about, yeah, about twelve forty, twelve fifty-five, and I wrote out the email in a, you know, slightly inebriated state over about <laughs> ten, fifteen minutes, and you know, quickly showed it, made sure it was okay, and then yeah, sent it off. Got an email the next morning at nine saying, "Could you come in?" I think it was Monday or Tuesday evening. Uh, did a quick read through using this exact script, actually. And um, thank you for describing that to the people at home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just. Um, yeah, I I was gonna ask why the the script has just been sitting here ominously. Did you have a reason? Desk. Oh, genuinely, I was like, I might need to quote something from it, and I had I was just prepping all the bases, you know. Okay. Because oh, it's just <laughs> so it's ready. Just, yeah, we're just like, is Sam gonna perform? Like, what's what's happening? Okay. Yeah. That's such a cute origin story, though. Yeah. yeah. And then, like, you told him, and then now you're playing husband and, and wife. And now we get to be a couple on stage. Oh. A very oh. dysfunctional couple. I was about to say, sure it's, it's, it's so cute until you see it live on stage. <laughs> yeah, it I sounds mean, really nice. Yeah. <laughs> it just makes me want to see it more, to mm. be honest. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And okay, so you've—it's been a pretty quick turnaround, mm-hmm. and now you're in Tech Week, and I feel like this is a bit of a potentially sticky question, but I'm going to ask it anyway because I like <laughs> to push the boat. But it's like—I I always like to ask people this, especially when I have them on when it's their Tech Week. But in terms of the show, are you guys feeling like you're ready or that you want to get in front of the crowd? Are you guys at that magic point yet? I feel, I mean, again, I, I feel like everyone else is ready except for me. <laughs> if that makes any sense. Yeah. Like, I, I, no, I, I'm, I'm pretty confident. Um, I would say, like, yeah, nine out of ten. Uh, okay. Yeah. That seems about right for a Tuesday, like, yeah. on a tech week. I was about to say, you go up every point five by every night you do yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm about the same. Mostly it's just, uh, Getting used to the space, you know, sort of only just getting onto the stage and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, getting used to the space, getting used to 
doing it all in one go, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Classic tech we stuff. It's just like what added layers because you've got, you know, you're in a different space. You've you've got set. You've got costume. You're yeah. just like... The, the change of environment makes the world of difference. For sure, because it's different, like, entrances and exits now than when we were rehearsing. Yeah. Um, and, like, you can do all sorts of stuff in the rehearsal room, like, tape out the floor, try and make it seem as authentic as possible, but, like, no matter what you do, you're never going to be able to truly replicate. Yeah. We're in, like, a tiny, tiny, like, studio in the yeah. um, theatre as well, so it was so small and all. Like, we had some furniture, but it was quite cramped. So it it's good to have space now. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was... Um, there, there, there's a moment where I'm bringing in some baggage and in the studio too, it was very... I, I was tripping over myself constantly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of fun. <laughs> uh, uh, for everything except for the ankles. But, um, yeah. And I feel like it's good that, Sam, you mentioned earlier that you guys have a preview night on the Friday. Correct. And I feel like that's going to be probably a little bit scary but also really good for you guys because at the end of the day the show like there's humor right mm -hmm. yeah like it's it's, it's funny, funny. <laughs> and when you've been rehearsing people get like the jokes don't get stale but like people get used to the jokes so i feel like it's gonna really help you guys get to the next level having mm -hmm. a fresh audience of people who haven't heard these same jokes you on repeat. Like new, new reactions. reactions. Yeah. yeah. New reactions. <laughs> Cute. <laughs> um, but I still laugh at it. I still think it's hilarious. I have to, like, not sit in the wings because I just think it's too funny. Yeah. Really? There, yeah, there are, there are moments <laughs> where I have to, like, sort of time myself. I'm like, okay, I can go at this time because if I go any earlier, I'm going to catch these lines and I'm going to giggle on the side of the stage. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. And, I mean, technical term, but corpsing, okay, when mm -hmm. you laugh and like lose it on stage when you're meant to be in character mm -hmm. any risk of that i don't think we haven't had that problem yet but now that you've said it okay. i've i've i'll be honest i think last Thanks, night i had it. a brief one uh but we, we 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 got back into the swing of things um but it, it was fine um we we figured out where we were we sorted it all out I mean, I feel like I only bring that up because I'm always an audience member. Mm -hmm. And when I go and see something and it's really funny, I'm just like, I don't know how... Because I really enjoy things that are really funny, but the person who's delivering it is super deadpan. Mm -hmm. And me as a person, my sense of humour is not delivered that way because I'm incapable of not laughing at my own joke. Yeah. So when I sit there and see it, I'm just like, how can they do that without losing it? It's Being, hard. It's, it's hard mahi. Yeah, I I mean, again, for me, it's like I sort of, I, I separate it into there's, there's the onstage me, which is like, you know, uh, acting out and stuff, and then there's the backstage me, which is just like having to chuckle at all this nonsense yeah, as yeah. I'm saying it. Uh, I think Liz and Marianne specifically, who play Mary and Ivy, are so funny. And if I had yeah. more scenes with them, I don't think I'd be able to stick character you, at all. You wouldn't be able to cope. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I only have a couple of chance reactions with um, uh, Liz or Ivy and I... It, that's that's probably my biggest regret of the show. I, I'd love to have done a little bit more uh, work with uh, her and her character. Oh, well, just save it for the next one, mate. No. Yeah, oh, absolutely. <laughs> but no, I'm, I'm looking forward to, see, uh, to seeing the show. Uh, I'm quite saying... I'm just trying to think, well, like, what was the last thing I saw that was directed by Lorna? I know earlier this year I saw Lorna in Geezers, mm -hmm. and she was, she was incredible. incredible. 
She was really so good. funny. I mean, I don't know why I've got the tone of surprise because like Lorna's like a, a accomplished. Yeah, she's like a legend mm. in the um, creative legend. community. She's been mm-hmm. around for ages. Does the mahi deserves all the treats? And um, but yeah, geezers, she was like amazing. Mm. But um, it's great that she's. Um, I mean, she seems to just be going from one project to the next, though. Probably she's wasn't much busy. of a gap between her. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think about, she likes being busy. She yeah. likes being busy. Uh, her husband, not so much. <laughs> we've we've, we've, we've uh, had, had him come in sometimes and, uh, you know, but as long as you feed him some chocolate and some food, he's happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, oh, no, Lorna, I'm proud of you. I don't know if she's listening, but I feel I think like she, she needs is. to know. Oh, yes, again, <laughs> Such a stunning job. Shout out to everybody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah shout out to everyone. I'm proud of you. But I feel like, I, I mean, I've known Lorna like my whole life, so I feel like I need to give her a minute. And mm. minute has been given. Um, Mum, oh, no. <laughs> Mum, you are next. No. Um, but uh, speaking of people I need to give a minute, um, now's probably an appropriate minute to uh, break into a popular and very important segment on That's the Ticket. Now, if you guys listen to That's the Ticket, you'll be uh, familiar with this one, but I always do a little, like, here's what it's all about. Um, it's time for Rick's pick, and uh, the gist of this is that I have an Uncle Rick. He is a great listener of music, great listener of radio. And when he found out that I was starting That's the Ticket here on Free FM, he was like, okay, I'm going to give you a list, and every week we can play Rick's Pick. And every week I have. And, um, no, it's great, and I say this every week, um, it's great because it's less work for me to do because there's one song that I just pick off a list. I was about to say, what a legend. Like that's, <laughs> yeah. Honestly, he, you out. he is a legend, and um, I feel like he, he tracks, like, the picks. Because before we went um, live today, I was telling uh, Ryan, Sam, that like I have a playlist that I put the Rick's picks that I've played on so I don't double up. I have mm-hmm. actually had a few double ups. I won't tell Uncle Rick knows because he's the one who tells me. He's like, um, you've already played this on this day for this episode. And I'm like, bro, no. <laughs> he's your biggest fan. He, That's so nice. He actually yeah. is. He's listened to every single episode of That's the Ticker and um, has featured in every single episode because of his picks. Shout and, out Uncle Rick. Right. And um, for this week, I try and get one on theme and magically I can always kind of find a Rick's pick that'll fit the show. Sometimes it's loosely, sometimes it's bang on the money. But uh, for this week, I've picked Don't Lose Your Temper by XTC. Because I feel like it's fitting, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Really that fits. yeah I think that's a really good one. there's some high fictional tempers in the show. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Mm. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> okay, sweet. I'm like, I'll take it. I have achieved. Um, and Uncle Rick, you have achieved. So uh, this one's for you, mate. Chase 
that was this week's Rick's Pick, uh, an XTC track, Don't Lose Your Temper. Fitting, I'm told, because um, I've been talking to two cast members from uh, Hamilton Playbox's upcoming uh, season of Twas the Fight Before Christmas. Twas. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Does anyone actually say, like, Twas the Fight? Or is there a Twas said in the play? Just asking for a mate. No, but there should be. I was about to say, I, I, I feel like we have to ask uh, Carl to put one in the uh, yeah. opening spiel to, like, turn your turn your phones off and stuff like that. <laughs> I've, I'll come do it live every night. I can, you that's know so my, wonderful. Thank you for offering. That's, 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 that's <laughs> the nicest thing. Uh, <laughs> like my little intro at the start where I had that kind of real average story. Um, um, oh, no, it was so good. <laughs> it was perfect. It was so good. Um, no. <laughs> But, like, obviously, I just think it's it's clever. It pays homage to the classic Twas the Night Before Christmas. That's the one. Exactly. It's, I'm just, I enjoy a good joke like that. Yeah. And so if I'm judging a play based solely on its cover slash title, <laughs> sounds about up my street. Yeah, Devin's, like, so funny with the way that he writes jokes and stuff. So I think you're really going to like it. Are there any puns? There's uh, a few puns. Yeah, there are a few puns. Because that's all I need. Double, double entendres, <laughs> you know, that, that, all that good business. Any, like, slapstick people getting hurt? Uh, uh, a little bit of slapstick on my end, I think. Uh, kind of. Yeah. Sort of. Just no. chucking a chase and we're there. No. Yeah, kind of, kind of. I don't, I don't want to um, spoil anything. I mean, I was saying that as a gag, in, but... <laughs> yeah, no, uh, I feel like I can't say too much without being misleading or without spoiling anything. I was about to say, I'm, I'm walking a very fine line here. Uh, <laughs> you guys are doing a very good job of keeping the secrets, so I'm going to back away before we do any spoilers. Um... Twas the fight before Christmas tickets available right now via iTicket. So if you're not driving, just hop on your like internet connected device, book some tickets. I'm going to the opening matinee. So if you want a high five, um, we can do that. Um, <laughs> autographs might cost extra though. I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah, your autograph or my autograph? Oh uh, no, I, 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 mine's free. I'm not sure about yours though. I'm certain you, you're established. You're so the one out here offering high fives. Fifty dollars, like minimum. <laughs> oh, can you hear me digging myself into a hole? <laughs> Live on air. How good. Um, okay, I'm, I'm going to like take a little jump to the left um, or a step to the right away from... Um, there was a little Hamilton reference there. Um, Dude. <laughs> um, to to like, ask you guys a little bit about yourselves. I like to do this um, when I have kind of people on the show who I haven't had before or haven't mm -hmm. kind of talked to for a while, um, which is kind of your creative kind of history or, what you know, what you've been up to lately or, you know, things that people will know you from, if that makes sense. I'll let you go first. Oh, dear God, ladies, okay. La yeah, no, absolutely. Ladies first. Um, so, like I mentioned before, I'm from Tauranga and Devon was my acting coach there. I didn't really do a whole lot of acting, like in actual shows in Tauranga. Um, then when I moved to Hamilton, I definitely got into it a bit more. Mm. Um, this was my second show at Riverley. The last show I did at Riverley was Move Over Mrs. Markham. I went and saw that. That was really <laughs> You funny. did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's great. It was a really funny show. Um, uh, yeah, I was just in the in the tail end of it, which was great because I got to cause the most chaos. Yeah, I was going to say, you say that in a lo-fi way when you made a very lasting impression. I was about to say <laughs> highlight, but yeah. Thanks. Rylight. Rylight. <laughs> it's because I took off all of my clothes. 
I had a sheet on, it was fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, other than that, just doing um, other local stuff. My favorite show I've been in was one that Connor Maxwell wrote, and that was uh, The Lonely Hearts Assembly. Oh, yes. I loved that show. I... <laughs> I, I so good. It was so fun to be in. Such a sweet and sincere show. I remember going on the Valentine's Day night, and uh, yeah. I remember in a moment of brilliant improv, uh, the uh, COVID alarm went off and the, during the middle of it. Oh, we just had to keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and you guys kept going, and I think James referenced back to it like later on. This it is was, not the first time that this exact moment has been referenced to me on that the ticket. <laughs> really, I was not at that show. But I have heard so much about that. Yeah, yeah, it was nuts. I mean, it's a really, it was a really sincere moment between um, James Smith uh, and I, and we just had to pretend like the room wasn't so loud and yeah, just yeah. speak a little bit louder. I don't know. I think it worked out. No one really noticed. I actually thought you and James were great in that show because it was a really nice portrayal of friendship, and I just, oh, I thanks. really enjoyed it. It was really genuine. I mean. You it was uh, mostly like, just our own friendship. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, it was it was really nice, and the kind of types of relationships that were portrayed in that show, it was just so, yeah, like, good representation positive. and, like... Yeah, it really was. I, I liked that, that you added in fav- one of your favourite things that you've done. That was Thanks. nice. <laughs> Sam, you need to also do that now. Your turn. Oh, uh, I am born and raised in Hamilton. Um, I started off probably my stage stuff, doing a bit of singing, uh, a few choirs and bits and pieces. Uh, During high school, uh, probably my biggest influence in terms of, you know, acting and stagecraft stuff uh, was my music teacher, Mr. Cowan. Um, He got me both uh, behind the, uh, like, behind the mixing board uh, doing lights and sounds and stuff, and then in front of the um, stage doing shows such as uh, Sweeney Todd, Damn Yankees and uh, Les Miserables. Oh, yes. Um, my partner Jeremy was yes. involved in Les Mis, I think. Yes, I believe he was a stagehand. Yes, he was. Yes, he did an excellent job. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I, beautiful in the background, babe. No. Yeah. No, 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 nothing. Again, I, I'm always going to be the biggest rep for Back of House. They they do the, they do yeah, the hardest job and they get the least, least amount of rec- recognition. So power to you, Jeremy. Yes. Um, Actually, on the topic of uh, Jeremy, that was the other thing I started doing and probably my most known effort outside of stage stuff, which is uh, the V48 Hour, or HP48 Hour Film Festival. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you do it this year? uh, We didn't do it this year. A bit busy with a couple of other bits and pieces. Um, Also, the the date was sort of at an unfortunate time for us. Uh, Mm. (laughs) But, um, no, I've been the producer and sort of uh, general runabout man for uh, Majestic Floof Pictures, um, which was named after my uh, cat Muffin, um, very fluffy uh, ball of clout. Okay. And uh, that. yeah, we we had a uh, pair of movies that we did a um, you know a buddy a buddy movie called Road Tripping where we got trapped in a car. Um, after, you know, having a bit of a uh, smoke sesh and getting a bit too out of it. Mm. And um, then a second one uh, about a uh, flatmate who's a bit of a pain in the butt and um, is uh, taken away through un... 
strange means, let's say, out of this world okay. means. Okay. Are these publicly available? Yeah, I believe they're both on HP uh, uh, 48 Hours. Um, okay. I'll, um, I'll send you across a link. Yeah, um, send me the link. I'll yep. put them up with the podcast of this episode. So if you haven't liked the That's the Ticket with Hannah Mooney Facebook page, uh, now's a great time to do it so you can watch Sam's film. Yeah, and the other one that I did, uh, which got me in a little bit of political trouble, actually, uh, was back when I was in Dunedin. We did one about... Uh, a con- um, Aaron Gilmore, but I don't want to say much more about that. I would say, yeah, let's 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 keep that. that, that, that <laughs> and yeah, I'll I'll send that across, but I'm not going to say yeah. anything more about it. So, were you a baritone in choir? Uh, <laughs> actually, fun story: child soprano, then bass, then baritone. It was weird. Okay, and um, circling back to the acting of it all, obviously yeah. you were in Twas the Fight Before Christmas. Yeah. Have you been doing any plays in between this and like high school that you've already mentioned? Oh, uh, like um, bits and bobs. You were in Gates, Get Smart. Yeah, I was in Get Smart, um, playing a bit of a henchman there, um, uh, alongside Carl, obviously. Uh, I'm he- just trying to imagine you as a henchman because you're so like. Lovely, but he is like eight feet tall. I was about to say I'm also two meters tall. I hit my head on most door frames. It's, yeah, but did yeah. you just like have to not talk to look scary? I uh, I can be I can be menacing if I need to be. I I just really don't like to be. It's, no, it's, 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 it's much nicer uh, being a teddy bear than it is a yeah. uh, porcupine. He's so versatile, guys. <laughs> that is range. That's character range. <laughs> yeah, um, get smart was probably like the most recent thing. I'll be honest, I don't. I, I, I need to get more uh, proactive in my auditions. I kind of only do shows that my friends recommend me to do. Yeah, or... the shows find you. Exactly. Yeah, they just sprung upon him. Yeah, like, I mean, again, I am, you know, I know some people aren't very big fans of getting typecast. I do not mind that at all. If you need a giant in your show, get in contact. Okay, you heard it here first, guys. Yeah. Uh- Plug, plug, plug. Yeah, exactly. You <laughs> and, know, always um, got to be working. Just on, you know, on the sneak and before I get into upcoming events because uh, time is ticking away on us, but uh, anything else kind of on the cards for either of you, like post-Twas the Fight Before Christmas? Nope, I'm going to finish this and just have an awesome summer. <laughs> I feel okay. like I need as much summer as I can. Yeah, <laughs> Those I... sound like famous last words. The amount of times no. I've heard that on That's the Ticket and then they're back the next month being like, so I'm doing no, a thing. <laughs> I've, I've got far too many concerts booked for me to be into another show. Um, okay, attending or are you playing concerts? Uh, attending them. Uh, you know, there's uh, Kendrick Lamar, um, there's Bay Dreams, there's Mark. Mark Ripley, who's probably my favourite one of the three, like a okay. very funky um, improv sort of. See, I've got some concerts booked, and as you were saying, I'm like, I wonder if we go on the same thing. Absolutely not, because I've got Dua Lipa and Florence and the Machine. Oh my oh, god! And Jack Johnson too. Um, Yo! Yeah, I, <laughs> Jack I, Johnson's coming to New Zealand. Yeah, um, actually, Jack uh, has a spare ticket if you want it. Um, yes, I do. Okay, <laughs> Please continue doing this <laughs> on the show, guys. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Sorry. Yeah, back to the back of the topic at hand. Wholesome chat happening here. Yeah. Okay. Well, right. There's still time to get amongst some concerts action uh yeah you know for summer <laughs> actually t- coming to hamilton i know that ub40 is coming if you're into reggae february the 4th uh claudlin's oval yeah so outside at claudlin's where they did the 660 gig mm-hmm. that's right and um they've got the proclaimers coming to uh globox arena oh, i'm me. going to that <laughs> i am so excited they tickets are... are available now actually i believe yeah through ticket yep i've purchased mine i'm all ready to go wow okay Jeez. All right. I'm going to have to ask, actually, Uncle Rick what his thoughts on the Proclaimers are. Because I feel like he'll have an opinion. 
oh, you've got to have an opinion on the Proclaimers. And the question is, Sam, do you know a song other than 500 Miles? Oh, that's who we're talking about. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, uh, I'm on my clicked. way uh, is probably the All other right. like, major one that I know. I'll be honest, I, I feel a bit bad. I was introduced to them via the Shrek soundtrack uh, when I was growing There's up. There's no like, shame in that because yeah. Shrek 2 soundtrack specifically slaps. Shrek 2 is the best Shrek movie. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'd, I'd agree with all, all, both of you on that one. Um, but I do love the Shrek 1 um, soundtrack. I, yeah. Although Yes, Shrek 2 has Accidentally in Love by the Counting Crows. Stunning. Um, holding out for a hero. <laughs> oh, holding out for yeah, a hero. Oh, my God. Oh, so good. Um, but now I'm going to bring it back to reality yeah. and um, just go into upcoming events mm-hmm. uh, in no particular order. And uh, please, listeners, do not assume this is a definitive guide because if I was going to try and document everything that's happening in Kirikiriroa like this week, that'd be a whole episode done. So, you know, just some some Hannah picks, I guess. Um, Hamilton Playboxes, Twas the Fight Before Christmas, is running at Rivoli Theatre from the 15th to the 29th of October at 8pm with a couple of 2pm matinees thrown in on each of the Saturdays. So there's a 2pm show on the 15th of October and the 29th. Tickets are available now at iTicket for $20 general admission. And um, you guys do have a group booking discount as well. Yeah, I believe it's Four of- tickets for 75 and 10% off for a group of 10 or more. I was about to say, I knew about the 10-person 10, 10 discount. I did not know about the 4 for 75 one. I'm going to let a couple of friends know about that yeah, after this. Yeah, I didn't know about either, so that's good to know. Yeah. Okay, I appreciate the honesty on the show today, guys. <laughs> oh, <absolutely>. um, <laughs> Okay, over at the Meteor, uh, Nowhere Baby by Melanie Allison. I had some lovely guests on uh, last week's episode. Uh, that's running on the 17th of October to the 22nd with uh, 7pm performances. And I believe that uh show on the 17th of October is like a preview night. And mm. so there's a slight disparity in ticket prices. So uh, check it out. Uh, tickets are available now via the meteor.co.nz. And um, if you're keen for some laughs this week, other than uh, that's the ticket with Hannah Mooney, um, Clarence Street have uh, comedian Pax Asadi coming through on the 13th of October, and then Urza La Carlson is in on October 14th and 15th. So you can go back-to-back giggles if you want. Um, <laughs> more info and tickets for both of those shows Thank are God. available at Ticketek. <laughs> I'm kind of annoyed. I love I'm me all, some I, back-to-back I, giggles. I, I want to go to the concert, but I can't. <laughs> yeah, you've got Tech Week. Yeah, I know, I know, but still. Just you, You've got to take one for the team, guys, but everyone else can go. Exactly, um, yes. Please and then uh, later in this month, Navarra Lounge have Wing Valley Productions in with The Pillow Man. Uh, that's running the 25th to the 27th of October and tickets are available now also through iTicket. So Ooh. when you're booking your tickets to Twist the Fight Before Christmas, you can book your tickets for The Pillow Man. Two very mm. different shows, though. So different. So Extremely different. different. Um, <laughs> I'm very Talking excited cheese. for Nowhere Baby, though. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I think it's going to be so good because yeah. mixing it, too. Yeah, oh, I, I'm I'm amped for it. I remember like trying out for it and reading for bits of it, and it just it sounded so uh, it, like so. I, they, I I've had little glimpses into it, and it's like, what's going to happen next? Okay, I mean, if I hadn't already booked my ticket for that, also, <laughs> then I'd be sold. I mean, recurring theme on today's episode of That's the Ticket, um, at least from me, is like book your tickets to things in advance, guys. It brings yes. people joy. Yeah. Sure does. <laughs> ticket security is just like the biggest mood known to Han. 
That's my last one. Is it? Yeah, I think so. I'm about to end the show. <laughs> but um, I just want to take a minute to say thank you uh, to both Rye and Sam for joining me today. Thanks for having us. It's, it's gone fast, but I feel like it's been pleasant and fun and just nice and chill. Yeah. I also think it has been pleasant. I was about to say, this has been, this has been really fun. Time has flown by. Um, just one last thing with regards to the show. Um, keep eyes out on what I'm reading. Um, that's probably my favourite little Easter egg. Um, that's all I'm going to say. Just okay. keep eyes out on what I'm reading. I appreciate that. Yep, there's Rye. an Easter egg. I, I particularly picked the book. I had to pick that book. Okay. Rye, do you have any Easter eggs? Uh, um, well, you kn- no. <laughs> <laughs> you, you sold it. Um, <laughs> I thought about it. Mm, nope. Okay. Well, um, I'm going to end the show. I've got a couple of tracks. I've got another one that you guys brought through, uh, Swinging Punches by Evan Sinton. Yeah, um, I found this guy. Uh, he was playing in Dunedin back in 2013. Uh, just released this EP. Uh, then he went on New Zealand's Got Talent and got quite far. Um, but yeah, I, I really enjoyed this output. Um, like quite interesting sort of Kiwi alternate sort of rocky sound. Sounds pretty groovy to me. And yeah. then um, after that, I'm going to play a Christmas song that is not a Christmas song. It is the unplugged version of Both Sides Now by Joni Mitchell. Absolute banger of a track. If you know, you know. And um, I want to dedicate that one to uh, my sister, Missy Mooney. But uh, I've been Hannah Mooney. This has been That's the Ticket. And I will catch you guys back next Tuesday. Matiwa.
Thanks for listening to this free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com/freefm89 to find out more.